0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bass Romp past your mom, dads, listening to Tomcats. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. and welcome to the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and today we are talking the mandalorian as always i am joined by the wonderful joseph george what's up buddy what's up i got miles buttress how you doing bud good how are you i am swell and below me on the screen that you all cannot see but i can i have kyler barnett how are you my friend
1: i'm great i'm great
0: I'm glad to hear it. I am so glad to hear it. Uh, so we're talking season one, chapter six, the prison, the prisoner, my fault, my fault. I apologize. I'm so sorry.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the prisoner. Uh, so how do you guys feel about this episode overall? Let's go with uh, Kyler.
1: Oh, I I really like this episode. Um, I mean, it's just... I think the way they uh the way they the film making behind this one is just incredible. Like the the, the cinematography I meant to say. Yes, yeah. the camera work and the shots you get in this one, it just gives me chills. I'm a real nerd for that stuff, so like this oh, the, the technical best. aspects of this one was just
0: like it sent it over the top for me. I loved it. I loved it so much. How about you, Miles? How you feel about this episode?
3: I really enjoyed it. I really liked the just the continue the continuation of just that every single episode is its Pretty much its own contained little story with like yeah. some continuation, but it's like, oh, here are all these people you've never seen before and you'll never see again. But here they, they are. Here's this cool little, you know, interaction with them.
0: Yeah, I, I love that about this show the way these uh, characters come in and they exit, and you never know when we might see them again in mm. other properties or other. Uh, other things star wars has going on i think that's a very exciting aspect of the show and there are several characters in this or a couple characters in this one that i really really enjoy and want to see more of for sure Mm -hmm. uh joe how about you how you feel about this episode overall the prisoner so there's this
2: one scene that locked it in for me and it's kind of whenever mando's switches the tide on him you know and kind of fights back the yes. horror kind of it's kind of horror, the horror
0: vibe that's the exactly best. what's
1: in my notes that's
2: exactly,
0: exactly. God, my too. mine too it's i, I mean, love horror and perfect. i can't get
2: enough and that was oh like i never expected that to be in the mandalorian but oh, then and i was, it was
0: exquisite exquisite i tell divine,
2: you divine some would say
0: divine some would say this is the way let's talk season one chapter six the prisoner written by christopher yost directed by rick famuyua and, uh, what a fucking great episode. We open on the, uh, Razorcrest landing in a hangar that belongs to one Ranzar Malk. Mando slowly emerges from the ship to find Ran, that they, they eventually, you know, refer to him as Ran. His whole name is Ran, Ranzar Malk though, which I thought was interesting. That's such a Star Wars ass name. We, uh, we learn, uh, we learn he, uh, reached out to Ran, and Ran alludes to the fact that he knows things with the guild aren't going well with Mando, you know? He's like, I know I have all the power in this situation. I know you reached out to me and I'm going to lure that over your head as much as I possibly can throughout this (laughs) entire episode. Okay. Deal. (laughs) Uh, And it comes back. It really does. In so many different scenes, just how, how much he's like, you really need this. And we're going to, we're going to milk that as much as we possibly can. And, uh, Rand gives him the rundown for the job. Says he needs five people and only has four. Plus, he needed the Razor Crest, and Mando's not not happy about it. You know, yeah.
1: Uh, I so the first thing I have in my notes, I just said not the Razor Crest. I was like, you can't, you can't take it. Like, it I was just so fishy
0: it. immediately. Like, I mean, yeah, he, he asked cost. for the Razor Crest, and I don't trust you.
1: Yeah, I exactly. It immediately sets you like, like sensors off. It's like, I don't know about that one. Like, and just the way he
2: talked to Mando, like. Ugh. Like setting up the whole thing, like oh here's these people and like just like the good old days, like oh, oh no, it was hella
1: sus to me. Yeah, no, just,
2: yeah. And,
0: and there are several lines throughout this that I took down that like it's just like this is so fishy the entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he immediately was just very sketchy to me. I was just like ah, I don't, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, and like right here, as, regarding the Razor Crest, he tells Mando it's the only reason he let him back in the crew for this job. He's like it's the only reason we're talking right here. And he he lures it over him right here. He says, "Uh, what's that look? Is that gratitude?" And I was like, "Oh. This guy's a fucking asshole, yeah, huh? He's
1: so smarmy, like used car salesman type shit. Like just god. You guys
0: you guys seen Batman Begins? Yeah. He plays the guy that uh Batman like hangs out hangs upside down in that alley. I see it. I see and, it. And, and he's like, that's all I know, man. I swear to God. Yeah. Like, swear to I me. Swear to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's this guy. That's the guy playing Ran.
1: It's the inner, it's the interconnection with Space Batman. That's all it is.
0: Oh, and there are so many parts Knocking of this by. episode so that many. are Batman-esque. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they make their way over to Mayfeld, played by uh, Bill Burr, which just... Excellent that Bill Burr got into Star Wars somehow. Yeah, I love that
1: Boston it. accent. That's exactly what I said. Bill Burr's Boston ass accent, like in Star Boston
0: Wars. in space. Boston in space, yeah. baby. They were so proud of that moment. I know it.
1: I saw
2: Bill Burr and I'm like, wait, am I? Is this really an episode of the Mandalorian? Or is this <laughs> you like know a? What?
0: He did great.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. He no, I'm, I'm talking in about it initially
0: yeah oh yeah 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 I, I i was i was right there with you initially but like overall in this episode i think he fits very well as a as a one of those scoundrel ass dudes you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i uh, wouldn't want to mess with him and his three guns
0: yo that that Shoot. gun on his back so Shoot. pump. so i don't know pump. how
2: he controls it but
0: i don't either but who gives a fuck man it knows what <laughs> it's doing uh <laughs> they give uh Mayfeld some bra- background how Mando used to be on the crew and having a Mandalorian on the crew used to bring them a certain reputation, you know. Mm-hmm. And Mayfeld's like, Oh, big guy, what'd he get out of it? And uh, you know, Rand laughs it off. He's like, You remember what you said, Mando? He said, Target practice and Bill Burr looked at him like, Oh, look at this big fucking guy. He must be such a badass. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, Bill Burr is such a bitch in this. <laughs>
2: he's kind of just playing himself, kind of. I, I, I mean, I,
0: he's playing a skeptical ass Boston dude. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> it's Damn. just what he's doing. And it's working for him, not going to lie. It's really well. And uh, uh, Rand tells Mando that Mayfeld is going to be uh, in charge on this mission. And you can tell there's some sort of animosity here between Mando yeah. and Mayfeld. But, you know, it's it's like. Mayfeld sent that animosity Mando's way, so Mando felt like he had to push it back at him like, "Yo, don't fuck with me, bro. Like, who do you think you are? I'm the Mandalorian, bro. I will fuck you up." <laughs> Bottom line. And uh, <laughs> you know, Mayfeld tells that uh, tells Mando that he was a former Imperial sharpshooter. Yeah. Oh, keep going. And uh, Mando goes doesn't say much. And uh, mm. he goes, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love how aware the galaxy is of just the complete ineptitude of stormtroopers to, like, even hit a target. Like, I and just love how...
0: Multiple references to how bad stormtroopers mm-hmm. are throughout <laughs> this series.
1: It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, that
0: episode... I think it's the finale when the two stormtroopers are sitting outside with Baby Yoda, and they're trying to shoot at that thing on the ground, and neither of them can hit it. Like... God, it's just perfect. I love it. And uh as they uh make their way past the razor crest, Mayfeld Mayfeld comments on it, he says, uh, looks like a canto bite slot machine. And I liked this because we get a sequel trilogy reference, which you'll probably never see in Disney Star Wars again. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> because they want to leave that behind immediately. <laughs> that was That
2: is an interesting reference. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that and, and I liked I like stuff like this because it does give the story a continuity and like yeah, them saying something like that automatically improves the last jedi for me just a little bit and i don't know why i mean like not i'm <laughs> like in a, not in like a huge way or anything it's just like that makes me appreciate the galaxy they've built a little more there you yeah, know yeah
1: i think it's it's something that i think uh it's really refreshing and nice to see in like in star wars in the star wars universe given that you know us as Marvel fans, or at least you know I know I am, or whatever. Oh, yeah, we all are. We all yeah, are. you know, I as Marvel fans, it's kind of those early references you would get early, early on in the, um, in the you know, in all the movies. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I was just blanking for a second there. But it's really refreshing to see in Star Wars because that's something the MCU did so good. Like in the beginning with Iron Man showing up at the end of Incredible Hulk, and then like when Thor – when the Thor hammer in New Mexico at the end of Iron Man 2. Like yep. all of these things that like kept – it it kept us coming back, you know, that like
0: – that
1: idea – There's more out there. Coming. Yeah, it's just – but it's – it even then just the connectedness of the feeling of it is nice to have in Star Wars.
0: Absolutely, we uh we then meet the uh, crew. We got Berg, big big guy, horns, red, devil. Uh, yeah, devil looking ass. We got a uh...
1: Hellboy esque.
0: Oh, and he's played by uh Clancy Brown, who okay. is uh the voice of Savage Oppress in the Clone Wars.
1: Okay, tell me that he does not sound like Surtur from Thor Ragnarok.
0: He is Surtur
1: from
0: Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. Are you kidding me? No, that's that's him. He plays that guy.
1: <laughs> oh. In the, that was the first thing I thought when I'm watching the episode. I'm like,
0: "That is no. so
1: Sutter." Yeah, that
0: is, that is him. That that's the guy who played him. Clancy okay. Brown has done a lot of voice work, and like, if you think you've heard that voice, you did hear that voice.
1: Okay, okay, like, uh, that's good to know. That makes me feel better. That would have been maddening if I had never figured <laughs> that out. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, man, that guy really sounds like Sutter.
0: Yeah, he. Mm. It's him. Perfect. We uh we got a uh, zero the droid, and he's real suspect right from the get go. Don't um, like it. He's played by Richard Iode, who is a, uh, a British actor who's absolutely fucking hilarious. If any of you have ever seen The Watch,
2: have mm, not? I've nope.
0: Not. Oh, he's hilarious in that. Uh, just super funny fucking guy. So him as a droid was funny to hear, and then uh, we also got uh Sheon the Twi'lek. Which I like any time we get a Twi'lek involved because I like that species. I don't know. It's one of my favorite random Star Wars things. Like her and Hera Syndulla. I like her a lot, mm-hmm. too. Um, And I love Shion. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite char- side characters to pop up. I absolutely love this it's chick. And she's, so... play- oh, sorry. she's played right. by Natalia Tena, who is uh, in Harry Potter and also in Game of Thrones.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. I, okay, okay. Um no I just I was gonna say I just think it's so funny how common it is in like Star Wars to see um like people run like our heroes and stuff run into old love interests at like super inconvenient times like how many Absolutely. times do we see that shit happen it's such a funny trope like to see I love up. it
0: and you know and you know what vibe I got here another Batman thing Batman Catwoman
1: oh my god uh-huh. yes
0: or you know, like uh, you got Spider-Man. this real spit the spider-man black cat another one in my another one in my notes i took both those down uh i felt the batman fit better because we've been talking about how much right, he's right, batman, right, so right. batman. just the stand up straight up to the point guy who's about his business but has a little bit of a soft spot for this crazy woman yeah. <laughs> who is who's, who's just a little too hot to let go of you know <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's just so funny uh after this, we cut to the title screen, and uh, it's got a nice hip hop twist on the mando theme, which we I, I don't I know why we that. got it in this episode I, love but I absolutely that. loved it uh, yeah. uh Ludwig gornson the the uh artist who did all the music for the show was absolutely phen- phenomenal at his at his job He's just amazing He also did the music oh, for yeah. Black panther mm-hmm. and uh I believe he did the music for Tenet the movie Ooh, I, I, seen, for you know, I,
1: I can totally see that I have seen that movie and I can see it like
0: for sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a real talented dude, but, uh, after the, uh, title screen, we go to zero on the Razor Crest. He's checking out all the systems when he, uh, stumbles upon a jumbled trans, transmission from Grief Karga. He's like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and I'm just like, why is that interesting to you, dude? Leave it the fuck alone. You're, that's yeah, not your business.
2: It, yeah, like, that's not
0: your business. Who are you? Who the fuck? What- <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a joy. Like, I, I don't know.
0: I-, I, fuck off, guy. And I mean, like, here in a couple minutes, we get that explanation from Rand that he's like, He's like he's he's wired a little different, you know. <laughs> and you're you're like we'll, we'll get to it, but <laughs> we get the uh, breakdown of the plan from Mayfeld. They're uh, breaking a buddy out of a New Republic prison ship, and Mando don't like.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't deal like bill seeing bill burr explaining and leading this mission plan like it just in the back of my head i'm just waiting and like knowing that bill burr and like real life bill burr it would be like 0.01 seconds away from just a major meltdown and just screaming fit and like that's just what i'm like my i'm anticipating it
0: oh he has a few moments like that he definitely he definitely plays a guy who is basically himself like (laughs) a little bit you know and uh again knowing that uh, a is in the pu- uh, position of power he's just kind of like you're gonna have to fucking deal with it mando yeah we're breaking a guy out of new republic prison ship do your fucking job you're good at it you'll be fine yeah and uh i don't like it i don't like it one bit and then uh next zero hops off the razor crest just talking about how much of a piece of shit it is <laughs> and uh and he's like he's like why do we even need this fucking piece of shit and uh it's off the New Republic grid, and it was off the Empire's grid. It never, oh. it was never impounded. Like I don't, I don't know how, but that's dope. this it's man,
1: dope. Is slippery. This man is slippery.
0: As I, it's just another indication of how, fuck. But like, if for it to have like been off Empire, that's that means it's got to be like a Clone Wars era ship.
3: And he was a kid,
0: so like, whose ship was this before it was Mando's? That's what I want to know.
1: That's a really interesting rabbit hole. Wow, makes you think. I,
0: I just want to know. I don't. It could be fucking anybody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mando, Mando tells them that what they're doing, like what they plan to do, is fucking impossible with the uh, Razor Crest. Like it's definitely oh. not capable. And uh, they're like, "Well, not if the dro- if the droids driving, we'll be just fine." And uh, Mando's like, "Well, I, I don't like droids, but." <laughs> But don't, but don't let the droid come. And uh, Ran explains that they need him on the trigger, not the pilot. And then uh, the droid gets a little too cocky. He gets up in his face. He's like, I am smarter. And he taps his head a couple times than the organics. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ran pulls him up off Amanda. He's like, all right, all right, that's enough, buddy. Okay, chill, 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 <laughs> chill,
2: chill. chill. I think He's the, the only universe exactly. where it's a robot can say, I'm smarter than organics. Like, the word organics, like, I don't know of another universe where that's even a thing. Like, that's here just a so word... Star
0: Wars, because yeah. it's just so, like, it's, it's like not pretty. Like, it's just fucking, <laughs> this organics. is, this is what we're going to call it, and you're going to fucking deal with it, okay? <laughs> and I dig it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mando asks, uh, Ran how, uh, how we trust Zero. And Rand says the one thing that people you should never trust say, I don't trust anybody. Every villain in a show who has ever said, I don't trust anybody ended up being the villain. Yep. Just how it goes. It's, it's, it's basic, it's basic storytelling. (laughs) Man. Pick, pick it up, pick it up, buddy.
2: Fourth wall. You should know this by
0: now. Obviously they, uh, (laughs) they hop on the razor crest and they head on their way. And, uh, Berg opens up Mando's weapons cache and wants to be all touchy touchy just because he's big and he thinks he can, you know, we've all met this fucking oh, guy. Yeah, we've yeah, all I met sure. this fucking guy, the big ass guy. Who's just like, you're not going to stop me from doing this shit. So deal with the fact that I'm doing this shit. Yeah. And it's, and I, I fucking love that Mando was like, nah, buddy back the fuck up. And he, he really bitched him for a second, but he, uh,
3: I wish I know. had that power. Also, I love that like every member of the, like the team just keeps being like, yeah, fuck you, Mando. And yeah. it's just really setting it up for whenever they – whenever it inevitably happens that he's just going to fuck every single one of them.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, and I love it. But uh, Mando uh, Mando doesn't like you know Berg being in his personal business, and he gets in his face, and Mayfeld is forced to cool it down, cools down the situation. And this is when I was like, okay, I might like this guy, maybe. Yeah, I definitely
1: feel like there's a chance.
0: Yeah, like he he's, he's, he's got a rationality the, he's about one
1: him. One of the least sketch of the group at the beginning.
0: I would agree. He seems the most straightforward. Uh, but uh, Berg asks why they even need a Mandalorian, and uh, Mayfeld says that they're the, they're known as the greatest warriors in the galaxy.
1: Yeah, how the fuck can you be skeptical of a Mandalorian's badassery? Like how well, can this you? Is, be... like,
0: this is why Berg asks. Then why are they all dead? Damn. <laughs> And man. everybody has a good laugh. Everybody on the ship is like, Haha, "That was fucking funny." Deal with it, Mando. Yeah. <laughs> man, I was
2: so harsh, man. Like,
0: God, oh, he is a Mandalorian. Like, like, imagine, you, like, there's like a genocide, and then you're like, "Why are they all dead?" Like, in the presence of somebody that. Oh man! Like. You're not. You're not a good person. <laughs> no, and I don't not. think. I don't no, think this devil ass no. motherfucker is trying to be a good person by any means. But like, <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna like you, bro. <laughs> uh, they ask uh Shion if uh, Mando's really all that, you know, and she references a job they'd done together on a planet called Alzok Three. And Mando gets a little defensive. He says, "I did what I had to do." And Shion's like, "Oh, but you liked it." <laughs> I know you Mando. I know who you are. Which is just another classic the crazy girl who loves the straight up guy think you know like like catwoman said that shit to batman no doubt.
1: Yeah, no I totally yeah, see it
0: every time, every time. <laughs> but uh things get tense as a discussion about Mando uh taking his helmet off increases, you know. They're all they're all ooh, we got to see your face Mando. Ooh. What what do you think? We're never going to trust you if you if we uh, we don't ever get to see your face. And
1: this scene pissed me off so oh, bad,
0: so bad. Like like,
1: like seeing no. I, in my notes, I literally just have wrote down. I wish Bill Burr would try to rip off his fucking helmet. Like I oh wish, my God, he would.
0: I wish he would. I hope the fuck you would. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mayfeld, uh, speculates that he's a Gungan and maybe, uh, that's why you so don't want to show your face. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. What the
1: fuck? And then a prequel
0: reference. That's a prequel reference. Like you got Mayfeld connecting everything here in this episode. He's, he's got a through line from the prequels to the sequels here. And, uh, uh, Berg threatens to take his helmet off and Mando bitches Berg right into that button for, uh, baby Yoda's cupboard. Oh like, fuck, this they're is exactly people. what we needed this is exactly yeah. what we fucking needed
1: he looks so cute though like i'll give him that like he's just oh like, yeah i mean he's always fucking exactly cute right now
0: obviously he's always fucking cute well... uh, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> mayfeld asks <laughs> if it's a pet which uh mando just kind of like goes along with he's like yeah something like that and uh and mayfeld gets all douchey like and we've all met a guy like this too that's like you know i've never had a pet before it's never really worked out but yeah i think i'm gonna try it with this little guy and you're just Uh. like dude that's so clearly not yours and you're again (laughs) luring luring that position of power over his head like Uh. like i i feel like i can get away with this because you need this more than i do
1: yeah, like, the irony, oh, of, like the irony of Bill Burr being the character that has the line of not having the temperament and the patience for a pet, just it seems so like him. Like <laughs> I, I swear to God, this is just him. Like he, like it's not actually Mayfeld. Like he is. I mean, Bill maybe Burr. that was the pitch. Maybe they're just like, hey, if you can come Be on, you. just play I guarantee yourself. you you, Favreau pitched it just like that. He said, hey, oh, Bill, just like he that. was like, just, fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And he's> like <laughs> fuck yeah, what I gotta <laughs> do? And he's like, fuck yeah, what I gotta do? Just show up.
2: Just Have respond. Time. Yeah, just respond. We're gonna give you no lines. Just say what you think is right.
0: And I guarantee you, at some point in Bill Burr's life, he's acted like he was gonna drop a baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a thing to that's say. What he,
0: that's what he does right here. He acts like he's yeah. gonna drop this baby. And uh, I was oh. fucking pissed at him. That's not something to fucking joke about, Bill. Uh, <laughs> and
2: almost anything that could go wrong in this episode, went wrong. It and did, like, until it, the end. And, like, usually on, you know, TV shows or anything that happens, like, it's to, you know, make it feel like the hero is, you know, in a in a down place where he can never get out, and then he comes out and shows his true God mode. But, yeah. like, but this one, I don't know. It just seemed like, well, damn, this, is like, this might be the legit this just end. keeps
0: getting fucking worse. Yeah, yeah, I was
2: like, man.
0: And then, like, at the—we'll uh, get to it. But then <laughs> then a Zero drops out of hyperspace here. Making their final approach, and everyone's like, "What the fucking fuck?" As they're all s- <laughs> flying He's around, like, in there, he was—he was. <laughs> so fucking good as a pilot, though. And then uh, Mayfeld does actually drop baby, and Mando promptly drops to the ground to protect baby, which I absolutely fucking loved. Mm-hmm. He just dropped right on top of that kid and was like, "You're here, and I'm here with you, and it'll be just, yeah. it'll be just fine, kid. Don't like, worry."
1: Like a grenade or something, just man fell on him just quicker than he freaking could. Jesus.
0: <laughs> they get uh, they get all situated after the chaos and. We get a quote from Zero saying, "It's amazing that the ship survived the Empire without being impounded," which is just another like, this. Sh- this had to have been a Clone Wars era ship, otherwise, like, yeah, how how the fuck would the Empire not have registered it in any sing- in any given what way? What if
2: it was the Mandalorian that saved him? What if it was? That'd be ship?
0: fascinating. It'd be pretty That'd cool. Be really like cool. A little
2: backstory of like, yeah, I'd like. Maybe that. he was the one who brought. Well, he was the one who brought him into Mandalore and like to become a Mandalorian prop. Like, huh?
0: That that's also an interesting thing to think about. Like, are are the Mandalorian children given like specific Mandalorian guides? Like, yeah, a, or like they a, just get or thrown? Or it. They is, just like, like, Are they just like a cut like a, like a covert where they all get raised by all the Mandalorians? Like, like we're all in this together. I feel like that's oh. more them.
2: I think this one might have been like a father figure to him because like his parents,
3: like you know. Gone. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. No, I think I think they just give him a suit and then just tell him to just go off and, and just kill be Mandalorian. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> they just they hand him a suit and said, This is the way. <laughs>
0: And he was like, "I believe it. I'm oh, in." Uh, Mando uh, opens up the hatch, and nearby, you can see a uh, and Mayfeld talking quietly, all suspicious. And right here, you know something's fishy. Like, like if you didn't know before, it was like official now. Like something is up. They're si- They're standing over there, whispering to each other. They show us it, and they all laugh. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, Mando gets them onto the New Republic ship, and now it's time for a prison break, which just another thing I didn't anticipate, I don't think. And, and in this, this show. We got a prison break. Mm-hmm. From the New Republic, no less. So, like, this is a good example of how Mando doesn't play good guy, bad guy.
1: Yeah, he's pretty neutral, and it's...
0: Like, he holds up a New Republic soldier later and is present for the murder of that New Republic soldier. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of I
0: like... mean, granted granted, he does leave with one more prisoner and leave three more behind. Like, kind of a... Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't get Davin back, but at least you got three new prisoners. I mean, he's just there for the job. Industrial complex.
2: Like, he, I mean, he doesn't know things are gonna go south. Like, he's just there. Just gonna... Yeah,
0: you know, he's just doing him. Yeah. He's just doing him. Uh, they start moving through the prison all quiet and we get uh, views of some of the prisoners and we got one with the uh, same species as one of the characters from Solo. You remember uh, Rio from Solo, voiced by John Favreau. We got a mm. view of someone who looks a lot like him, and maybe it was him. I don't know. Seems like seems like something Rio would do—get locked <laughs> up in an Imperial prison or a uh, New Republic prison. But
2: I mean, it, it's probably an Easter egg that they just threw probably. in there. Like, probably. well, what can we do in this one frame? You know, of the show, might as well you know go back to an Easter egg and just throw it in there can't just be a pointless prisoner
1: did you guys see uh, an imperial soldier when they did that sequence of like showing the different prison cells there
0: were a lot of just normal looking people yeah
1: i so, saw one that i swear was in like an imperial like
0: that game. wouldn't surprise me because like this is five years after the empire is supposed to have collapsed the new republic is taking shape any imperials that aren't forfeiting their post probably subject to, you know, imprisonment. Right. It's just my guess. Uh, and uh, but next, a little mouse droid pulls up on them, and uh, Berg tries to draw it in so he can shoot at it. But then when it rolls away, he shoots it anyway. Dumbass that he is. Yeah. And what uh,
1: the fuck, dog. Come on now.
0: And Bill Burr's like, "What the fucking fuck are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what? what's going on here? And uh, park the car." Uh, now, now they get now they get pinned down by some uh, guard droids and Mayfeld and Shean are talking about how they're pinned down. And Mayfeld's like, "Mando, you're supposed to be something special. Fucking do something." And he looks around, and Mando's fucking gone. And he's like, "I knew it. I knew this guy was a bitch." And then you just see him emerge from behind.
1: Oh, oh man.
0: Bro, and then he just slides in like a smooth motherfucker and cuts this dude's leg off and just bitches these droids. I mean, he he gets a little bit, don't get me wrong, but he does ultimately bitch these droids.
1: The freaking kill shot on the last droid. That angle mm, where it's just that
0: a ang- hole. I have that note. That sh- The shot of the blast going through the last droid's head yeah. is legendary. Oh, word yeah. for word, oh, my freaking note. freaking
1: awesome. And I then when that. they oh. walk through and then the camera shoots through... The hole as they walk yep. in the background. Oh,
0: Amazing. There were and that was one thing I loved about this uh, this episode too is there were a lot of sh- a lot of shots with a like a close up, uh, like kind of visual blockage. I don't know that, that was kind of just blurred out. And you yeah. could see the background throughout the whole time. Like, and I don't. It happened a lot throughout this episode. Like immediately when Mando got off the Razor Crest at the beginning, and then again here, and you just get multiple instances of. It. They, were, they, they
1: were they were for sure deep in their bag in the cinematography game in this episode. It, it well, oh, that's that's Rick
0: Famuyiwa. There was a lot of similar shots like this, and I think episode two or three, one of the one of those Rick Famuyiwa directed, and uh you can get some pretty comparable shots to in this one too, and I like that a lot. Because he's just, he's obviously got his own style and he's, I love, I love when creators are willing to bring their own style to star Wars and still remain true to it. You know, like he was doing his thing while also making it feel ultra star Wars still. And I absolutely love that. And, uh, Mayfeld tells Mando to clean up his mess. (laughs) Yeah. Which I just thought was funny. Uh, and they, they keep moving and they find a control room with an actual Neuropublic soldier inside. Even though Mando was told there were no actual people to worry about. And I think they were all under the impression there were actually no people to worry about. This wasn't a. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't think they were just.
0: Yeah. yeah, they weren't. They just happened upon them, And uh, this guy is played by Matt Lanter, who is the voice of Anakin Skywalker in The Clone Wars.
2: What?
0: Yep. That's crazy. No
2: way! Bro, mm-hmm. a person in any episode they have to be something you know yep. now now I'm now I'm going to be sus about every person that every time I see him
0: well and if you rewatch that scene I'd never like on all the rewatches I've done before I didn't know that was Matt Lanter until like this rewatch and Knowing it this time, you can absolutely hear it. It's just Anakin Skywalker telling them to put to put their guns down, <laughs> and he sounds scared. And it's 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 strange knowing it's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. You know, <laughs> put put your guns down.
3: <laughs>
0: his voice is all shaky and stuff. You just just don't get that a lot from Anakin. <laughs> uh, they all they all walk in, surrounding him, and Mayfeld comments on his shoes. <laughs> they match his belt. Look. <laughs> I will say this uniform is awfully interesting. Like the New Republic couldn't have dug a little deeper into their bag for for a uniform. Yeah,
1: the helmet's just not it. It's Man, just, yeah, they gotta change that. It's
0: just too like that dome, that dome ass yeah. helmet. Like, have you just, ever like, seen anything
1: they are... happen? Have you ever seen anything good happen to any person wearing one of those helmets
0: in a movie? Never. Never. In those
1: movies, be honest. Like, I don't think there is. I
2: mean, so, maybe if you're a speed biker, maybe it's aerodynamic. I don't know. May- maybe.
3: Maybe. Maybe, perhaps
2: that might be the only thing I can think of.
3: Maybe these helmets are just like the uh, the like equivalent of like the Star Trek red. Uh, like
1: or maybe maybe they're just getting I just, their hair blow dried like at the salon.
2: Maybe
3: it's
0: that mobile constantly. <laughs> it's, hair just mobile, it's just a mobile. It's yeah. <laughs> just a mobile blow dry. Yeah. Man, I
3: future quick. There's a lot of static on spaceships. You got to keep your hair perfect at all times.
0: <laughs> well. Anyway, the soldier pulls out a uh, tracking beacon, and they're all like, whoa, 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 chill, 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 and Mayfeld informs them what happens if he pushes the button, you know, New Republic's New Republic X-Wings will bear down on the spot, and we'll be dead within 15 minutes, and uh, Shion's like, you think we didn't need to know this, and Mayfeld's like, I didn't think we'd get to this point, are you questioning my managerial styles, Shion, and... <laughs> And I absolutely loved that because he was so willing to break his focus just to be like, "You got a problem? You got a problem with how the fuck I'm leading?" Yeah, he literally okay. looked away,
1: dropped his weapon, like from it, like <laughs> pointed at this guy, and walked and like got in Gian's face. Like, dude, you realize you got a whole ass like thing to deal with right there? Like, you really got <laughs> time for this right now?
0: <laughs> Mando holsters his blaster and he's like, "Everybody." Put your guns down, man. It's all about the peace. And uh, he's like, what's your name, man? And he's like, oh, Davin. And uh, tells him that if he lets us go, he lets us find the prisoner. He'll get away with his life. And uh, Mayfield's like, no, No, he won't. (laughs) And uh, point his blaster back. What's that? What a douchebag. Yeah, he's just just a douchebag. They made
1: these characters as unlikable as fucking possible, I swear. (laughs) Well, I think that was the point.
0: Oh, it certainly was. You were supposed to. You were supposed to be a little, uh, a little uh, sketched out by them. I think. Oh yeah. You weren't supposed to like them. And uh, <laughs> pointing uh, his blaster back at Davin, Mando points his blaster at Mayfield. Mayfield points another blaster at Mando, and now it's the scene from the office <laughs> they, where yeah, Andy Dwight, and Michael wow. are all facing off.
2: Bill Burr force sensitive. Is that how he controls that third <laughs> gun? <laughs> I don't know if I ever get to meet Bill Burr. I'm going to ask him that one question. Don't. Maybe care. that's
0: why he was a, why. Maybe that's why he was a sharpshooter, not nope. a uh, not a not a stormtrooper. Uh, force sensitive. <laughs> calling it now, Bill Burr. force sensitive. Uh, in real life, not even in the show. After a really <laughs> intense standoff, <laughs> after a really intense standoff, Sheon uh, nonchalantly kills the dude to ease the tension, and uh... <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that I I my notes I just say I hate this group like. <laughs> bro,
0: bro, but like, this is one of the scenes that made me like Shion. Yeah. Because she was just I like, because was... like, she's so unapologi- unapologetically this character. You know, she's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think she also just does everything despite Mando. Like, I, oh, yeah. There's such an edge to her
0: actions. She's just. I love it, though. I just love this character. I love the dynamic between these two. I think it's funny. And, uh, <laughs> but on his way out, he did manage to push this button, and now they only have 15 minutes until the New Republic forces get there. Which is just interesting that the rest of the uh, the rest of the episode takes over the time of 15 minutes.
2: Yeah, but you know, plots.
0: I mean, hypers- hyperspace—you move pretty fucking quick, so I, I believe it. Time slows
2: down technically. If you want to get technically technical
0: about it. Te- technical. I mean, uh, but uh, Berg goes full Berg on a droid that was floating by when they uh start making their way to the yeah, cell and I, I, thought this, I, I thought this was a great scene
1: yeah he should be a freaking defensive lineman that dude could get 30 stacks a year no <laughs> doubt
0: bro the way he bitched this droid
1: <laughs> yeah Damn.
0: and like later when he's fighting mando just an absolute beast dude, i thought he was uh,
1: gonna
2: die Legit, i really
0: did too we'll get to that we'll get to that okay. uh <laughs> They reach the cell they need, and they open it to reveal another Twi'lek, and it's uh, Shion's brother Quinn, and Mando recognizes him. He goes, huh, Quinn. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, Mando. Funny. The guy who left me behind is the one to save me. And then uh, Bird pushes him right in that cell, and uh, Mando lets a shot off, but it bounces all around pew, this pew, uh, little pew, cell pew, he's been.
1: Dink. <laughs>
0: Dink. I think it's interesting. It's like, I know I know when I hit a body. <laughs> So, so I'm going to stop here.
1: Is, Do you think that that bullet would have flown around the room endlessly until it hit Mando? Or do you think that this thing would have eventually like died out? Like, what happened
0: had to, It had to have eventually died out,
2: right? No. No, no it no. definitely or, does. Or, or gone through one of the little windows.
0: Potentially. Create a vacuum.
2: I think that room is pretty frictionless. I think it would have lasted forever if there were no windows.
0: Uh, that's, a, that's a relatively fair point. Yeah. <laughs> There might not be might not be much inertia in that bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, back on the ship, Zero's trying to clear up the transmission from carga. And again, I'm just like, what the fuck why is this your business? Yeah. Why why do you keep doing this? Why why are you like this? I don't get it. Uh then we quickly cut back. I like that every every cut to zero is like, we're gonna show you fifteen seconds of what zero's doing, and <laughs> we're gonna go back to this for a while. Because yeah, <laughs> could- like like ultimately there's like Six minutes of footage with zero in this, and it's a forty-two minute episode.
2: Dang, (laughs) he really didn't get the time he deserved.
0: I don't think so. I think he's a he's a fun droid character. Uh, Next, we see a uh, security droid walking by, and Mando grapples it to a cell. The droid reaches his blaster in, and Mando just takes his whole fucking arm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) then shoots the droid through his head, and uh, (laughs) he uses the arm as a key to get out. I was like. I was like, this guy is a fucking genius. I mean, he's lucky he had that grappler because I don't know what he would have done otherwise. That's yeah. true. He probably would have just stayed locked up for a while. I mean, You think he would have been in. like, hey, droid, come here. they may have been like, no, that is not protocol. Oh, please.
1: <laughs> so do you think that, what do you think? I need you, a hug. Do you think he's got one of those buttons that just like retracts the grappler when it's out, like when he's done with it? Or do you I, have, think to th- I have, have to think. So. Like, or are we talking like VCR style? Like, this man's got to rewind it every time, like by hand crank.
0: What if it's?
3: I think for comedy's sake, I think you have to. He has to manually just like push it back into the thing. Oh, oh boy,
0: <laughs> it's it's like a uh, it's like when you get a when a drawstring.
3: <laughs> yes, I think it's like that. It's
0: too, too far and like gets too far out and you can't <laughs> see it anymore, so you have to like. Slowly push it up so it gets out of the hole again. Yeah. I think that's how it works. <laughs> that's what it's like. Uh, uh but uh Zero informs them of uh Mando's escape here and the uh they're like, oh, son of a bitch and then the the power goes out and these red floodlights come oh, on and it's man. Like, okay, the door shut one by one, just
1: also, kind of gave off. Mm. Some, uh, it also kind of gave off some uh, Rogue One, the Vader scene, those oh, red lights. Yes. That's yes. kind of the vibes, and the way Mando just creeps back there is just so mm. like, oh man! And I love,
0: and I love the drama that Mando intended with this. <laughs>
1: oh, one by one, pick them off. One, let them. Oh, in.
0: and, and they also, all know,
1: they all know something's happening. Like they can feel it. Like you know that. Oh, that tenseness when they split up. Like oh,
0: Mm. the idea to turn on these red floodlights and then to shut these doors one by one just to scare the shit out of these guys just
1: just to be like
0: just to be like oh guess what (laughs) I'm
1: gonna (laughs) kill (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love how in the episode they act like this dude's a freaking letdown and yet and like he's not shit and then he escapes and immediately they're like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh shit Uh, shit, I'd be scared scared. (laughs) they
0: were. The entire time, it's, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. They think they're in the position of power. Yeah. Lando needs this. They're confident he's not going to be able to escape this prison. He gets out of the prison, and they're like, oh, son of a bitch. Now yeah. we've just given him ammunition.
3: <laughs> right. I really think that's what it is, is they're in the position of power. So they're like, haha, fuck you, you little bitch. And then, as soon uh-huh. as they're no longer in the position of power, they're like, "Oh fuck, we we've we fucked
0: up." Get
3: off the ship, fuck.
0: Uh, but they all they all start making a run for it, and they're uh, eventually split up by one of the doors. And uh, Zero <laughs> says out loud, as though he's talking to the team, "Your comms no longer work. You can no longer hear me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Like, I get you're a droid, so you have to like kind of think out loud sometimes, but like." <laughs>
2: what a funny thing to say
0: you gotta be a little smarter than that man you're a droid and then uh we hear a little coup and uh Zero sees baby curious and I was like fuck what's Zero gonna do to this baby and Zero follows the baby with a blaster to the rear of the ship
1: I was like no
0: deep down you know it's not
2: gonna happen but like the thought of it
0: exactly and like but they made it feel like it really could happen because Mando is not there he, was, he is not there to protect our little baby, you know, that, that baby going to get got, but you know, he survives a while on his own. I was impressed by this immensely. And, uh, next we see Quinn tell Mayfield, he's like, you're going to get me off this ship. And then he's like, well, what about your sister? And he's like, what about her? Damn. And I'm like, God damn, man. Yeah. He goes, nice family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mando watches <laughs> on the security footage to find out where they are and, uh, he turns back to Davin's body and he picks up the tracking beacon from earlier. Goaded. Which I had, freaking awesome noticed. idea. Really?
2: When this happened, I, I just kinda knew what was gonna go on. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know exactly how it was gonna play out, but I knew.
0: He was I, gonna use that?
2: Yeah, they were gonna get got. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> we uh, we then see all of them in separate parts of the ship uh, bathed in the red light. And uh, so it's just so suspenseful, suspenseful. And this is being paralleled by a zeroes little search for baby Yoda. So mm-hmm. you just feel all of the, Ooh, what's about to happen. What's about to happen. Yeah. And, and obviously that the feeling their the tension they're creating with Mando's storyline moves over into baby Yoda's because mm-hmm. you just feel the tension there. But, uh, you know it's not going to happen, but again, it's just the idea. It's just the idea. Uh, when uh, Berg reaches the uh, security room, Mando fires his grapplers from the from the vent, and he uh, tries to pull Berg up by his throat. And this, what? I'm not going to lie, this was a terrible idea. Yeah, no, this was one of Mando's exactly, but, worst ideas.
1: How, why <laughs> on earth would you think that you could, when you have to overpower someone with an object that you are connected to? Why on earth would you ever think? Yeah, I'm a fuck with his shit. Like, why? Easily,
0: I'm either- easily the worst idea Mando has in no this series.
1: Overt- so no No, just a complete lack of oversight. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> you really went in on him, man. I mean, that's, that's, thats That's just peak. Can't happen. Like that just can't happen.
0: And what's so like? It's—it's it's because we know he's better than that. You know, <laughs> we know. We You're know right. he's smarter than that. He's made better decisions every single episode, every single decision he makes seems to be better than that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. that's Yeah, that was definitely his worst decision by far. Just
1: no, just poor.
0: <laughs> this scene, this whole scene looked bad for Mando, dude. It, I, it like, did. Oh like, it looked like, and, yo, and Mando just... <sighs> Oh yeah! Fires that, was... that flamethrower right in this dude's face, and Berg's <laughs> like, "Nah, bitch, not me. <laughs> I'm laughed. built different, bro. I'm built different."
2: This dude laughed. I thought he was just gonna stand there and then drop, you know, like his face. You know, he's just dead. Yeah. Then he dude. It... This was, like, one of the most unexpected things, even though it kind of makes sense.
1: In my head, as soon as I saw it happen, I thought, oh, yeah, that makes complete sense that he's immune to that. Like, just looking at him, like, it makes total sense.
0: It's the devil thing. He looks looks like a devil. And, you know, he fired that flamethrower in his face, and, you know, he was like, no, sir, not me. (laughs) And uh, ultimately, Mando succeeds in his endeavor. He pushes him into the door and... The door shuts on him, and I'm like, "Oh, thank God, finally that's over." And then, oh no, psych! <laughs> this man is lifting up the door, <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck, is this really gonna keep going?" And then, <laughs> <laughs> emergency door to the
1: rescue! I, what man? Oh, wait, I
2: thought
0: I really thought he, I thought he smashed this dude's head.
1: A hundred percent thought this was a kill shot. Like mm-hmm. out in my mind, the twist was like, "What?" Yeah, also, I mean,
2: I thought that was door death number two. Yeah. You no, know, he already had one yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, he,
0: episode one, first kill.
2: I'm like, well, this is an unheard of, of, unheard of from him. So I'm like, I mean, it was surprising for sure. But like, when you got to think about it, it's like, well, he kind of does this sort of thing.
3: Also, I'm not yeah. sure if you guys have seen it, but just like thinking about like all this, like the fact that he's like flame proof and how strong he is and all that stuff. The bird just really reminds me of Hellboy. Oh yeah, you guys have
0: oh, seen those. So, he's yeah. still so Hellboy.
3: Yeah, especially just, at the end, he's just a fucking tank. He just is immune to fire, and he just fucks shit up. It's, it's true.
0: Yeah, he's just. I I like this character too. I would like to see this guy. I, I would like to see this whole little group show up again somehow, and and. I think it'd be some best, sort of Star Wars, and media.
2: like an Easter egg, like maybe in season two, like. I I don't know how it would happen, but just like I don't know, maybe that prisonership just keeps like flies by him or something. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I mean, I'd be fine with that. the flashback of them showing what happened on whatever planet it was that that he enjoyed whatever oh, yeah, uh, that thing he did.
2: Yeah.
0: That see, like there's there's something there. Like they yeah. obviously have have a backstory for Sheon and Mando. That's true. And what I, happened? Yeah.
2: Then. Do you think they really just put that there for just that episode or do you think no, they're kind more? I think, I
0: think they put it here to imply that Mando has changed. Yeah. Like he is, he's not the dude that Shion knows, you know? Mm. Like, okay. and like we're, it's supposed to be apparent to us that baby Yoda has kind of softened him up a little bit. And she even comments on that multiple times throughout this episode. How his code has. Has mm-hmm. your code softened you up, Mando? When she, when she learns he has a pet, you know.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So that, that that's why I think that's there. I don't know that we'll actually ever get any sort of a uh, further explanation on what he enjoyed on Al Al Three or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I I'd like to, no doubt. Okay. Uh, we uh, cut back to the Razor Crest and Zero's still on the search for Baby, but you know, Baby's just too smooth for that. He just keeps dodging this man every which way. Just whoop, whoop. He do whoop. be cold. He do be cold. He do be cold. Some uh, some New Republic droids are shot down by Mayfeld, and then we uh, we cut to Shion coming face-to-face with Mando, and she throws all these kick-ass knives, and I was like, this is a fucking fight, bro. Like, this was one of the cooler fights and oh, more yeah. underrated fights I think we've seen in Star Wars. Like, period. Kyler, we can't hear you at all. Okay. There you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, my bad. I love the dynamic of those two, like the 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 what's deeper than them just fighting right now? Like there's a little bit of a sting.
0: Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a personal but, thing yeah, behind it.
1: Definitely a there's some emotion in there and I just I think that makes the fight that much more interesting.
0: Mhm. And uh ultimately Mando disarms her here. Uh not too difficult for him once he got to her. But those knives They're just not going to penetrate Beskar, man. That's just not how this works. Um, Then uh, we see the flashing floodlights around uh, Mayfeld. And in this Batman-ass scene, we see Mando and every other light flash getting closer and closer to Mayfeld until he is right behind him. And then just this, no! Like... I love it. That's, like, one of my favorite parts in any, like, probably my favorite part in this series so far. It's probably my favorite part in
2: anything ever.
0: (laughs) Might be my favorite scene, period.
2: I legitimately got chills during that. Like, the strobe light, like, it was obviously going to happen, and I don't know how he hid between some strobes. I mean, he was zooming, I guess. Fuck it, man. Oh,
0: man, it was so good. We can't physically explain it, but he did it, okay? I need more
2: of that for a whole episode. Just a whole horror Mandalorian episode.
0: God, that'd be so cool. Uh, But uh, back on the ship, Zero here's a hatch open, and it draws his attention. And uh, you know what's awesome? And also kind of sad... Once I really thought about this, I think oh. Baby Yoda really thought that because Mandalorian puts him in this hatch, that he was going to be safe here. Oh, That like he went there because like he didn't think oh. Zero would be able to open it. Oh. <laughs> I like to think in my head canon, that's what happened. He was like, you know what? I'm getting here because I know mando would never put me in a place where I could be harmed like that and it's like
2: <laughs> it's like 60 percent 40 percent now man what oh. you don't know
3: is, is that's actually the oven
2: it's 80 20
3: it's back to hondo
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh then we cut back to the prison and we see a uh, mando find Quinn as he's about to get back on the razor crest and Quinn says, you killed the others. And Mando says, they got what they deserved. Oh, when he
1: said that and the music mm. kicked on, that shit was so yeah. cold. The and, I,
0: and, and, that, and the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, he definitely killed all that's, of them. That's, <laughs>
1: that's, that's <laughs> what I thought. It's
2: kind of like, like because, the line. Wh- it, it,
0: go, ahead. It, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got
2: It's like whenever he was like, that's my line. That's he, my line. He, yeah. Oh, It was just like that. And I'm like, ooh. He has those one liners where it's just like like a damn this dude And it, he comes up with them. Like he has well, them written down probably beforehand.
0: He <laughs> practices them in the Razor Crest Idiota. He's like, Okay, okay, baby, what do you think of this one? <clears throat> <clears throat> they got what they deserved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's but, a uh,
2: good one. I like to imagine that's what that's the voice of Baby Yoda oh, when he grows Jesus, up. Oh,
0: Jesus, dude. I had no idea that was you. <laughs> yeah,
2: th- yeah that, that was me. That
0: scared the shit out of me. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my goodness. I didn't mean to
2: bring that up, you know, all random-like, but uh, <sighs> I can kind of do that on like, command.
0: I thought someone, like, barged into our, like, chat and <laughs> just, like, randomly dropped something in, and I was like, how the fuck is this <laughs> happening? Oh, my God. Oh.
3: <sighs> sorry.
0: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh my, god. that's so funny! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but ultimately gets him on the ship, and he's uh hes like, you know, you'll—you kill me, you don't get your money. But if you get—you you get me back safely, I'll be—I'll make sure that you get your shit. All right, mm-hmm. just leave me alone. We'll be fine. And uh, back on the crest, Zero opens Baby's covered to find him sitting there. Baby reaches out through the force. Zero points the gun at him, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, baby, work your magic." And then Zero fucking explodes. Yeah, and and like the first time I watched this, I was like, "What the fuck did he <laughs> just do?" And Baby looks at his hand, like Steve Urkel with that. Did I do that, <laughs> ass motherfucker? You know, and he, but you know, Zero falls, and we see Mando standing there with the with a blaster, and I'm like, oh. Man, I thought I thought Baby was about to like really be on some crazy shit, man. I thought he did like, like the was...
2: Kylo Ren stop a you know a laser bullet oh, yeah. blaster in the like in air. I thought, I thought he it was did gonna be bad. like yeah, but like, thought it was gonna be like
0: Dumb and Dumber, like where <laughs> that guy reaches into Jim carries Jim Carrey's chest and just rips his heart out. <laughs> I thought that's what Baby Yoda did through the Force oh. to destroy it.
3: I wonder if anyone's ever done that with the Force, just like reached in, like, and just like rip someone's heart out. That'd be pretty cool.
0: I, if we got a Star Wars horror film, that would almost
3: have to be in it, right? Yeah,
2: we need Jordan Peele to link up with Star Wars. Oh. Like, It'd be awesome.
3: I want to see. Honestly, I feel like a start like a Star Wars like horror film just has to be about Darth Vader. It has to, and him to just like just going around and just ripping people to shreds.
0: Being a fucking horror. Yeah. Just, like <laughs> he is the monster. He
3: is the horror. I want to see Darth Vader rip someone's heart out literally. <laughs> Just
2: without even touching him. Yeah. Ooh. And then he force feeds the heart to that person.
0: Wow. Wow. Whenever I said force
2: dark. feed. There's a little play on words there. Cuz does, does he actually your down your throat, or does he force it down his throat? I mean, that sounds like you a never name know. Name. But you, <laughs> you know never, what I mean?
0: You never know. Eat your heart, young one. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they fly back to uh, Rann's outpost, and Mando gets his payment. And it's like, just like the good old days. They say that to each other, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Then as he's pulling off, Rann goes, "Kill him." yeah of course of fucking course and then this this bitch ass okay go ahead
1: sorry i wanted to go back for a second um when mando used the no questions asked policy like that line when Mm -hmm. he did that i was like oh he definitely killed him i was like doing something in my notes i even put doing some seeing him do something a little crooked for the greater good like was just really like it's just kind of nice to see he's not he's still that like,
0: he's the anti-hero yeah
1: he's not like totally clean you know and i'm sitting there thinking he's murdered him and then like the no questions asked like for sure like i liked it and then freaking wow spoiler or, you know what
0: a twist yeah and i mean like i like the pr- preservation of the characters but like how did how did berg not die can we talk it, about that we will in a second when I get to that when I get to that scene, but uh, it's just here here in a couple seconds. They they fl- uh, after they uh, you know he says kill him and uh, but Quinn hears a beeping and it's the tracking beacon. He goes, "What's this?" And ran immediately. is like, "Oh fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck!" And then a uh, three three X wings come out of hyperspace, and in oh. these three X wings we see Dave Filoni, mm. we see Rick Famuyiwa. And we see Deborah Cho, all directors of Mandalorian. I
2: did notice that one. I you did. Too. You didn't get me there. I did notice that one. I'm yes. glad. I'm glad. Yes.
0: <laughs> but and my- I, you, we—they talk about that in the making of the Mandalorian <laughs> documentary. And it's funny when you watch this episode again. It's like it, like Dave Filoni scenes, seems so much <laughs> more forced. Oh yeah. Yeah, and- he's. <laughs> he's looks like they've got a star. <laughs> they're they're deploying a fighter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like, nah, fine. Like, why
2: <laughs> didn't they shoot at the razor crest? Why didn't they think the razor crest was like part of the problem too? Like it was obviously they just, were just, like, <laughs> they just
0: they just like jumped right between them and he was like, Alright guys, bye. Like, I
2: guess we're directing <laughs> it so we know what's going on.
0: <laughs> That's so fucking funny. But uh, you know, Mano gets to hyperspace after they've blown this little outpost out of the sky and uh he looks to Baby and he says, I told you that was a bad idea. I was like, oh, so, I love it. and then and then he grabs the little ball and he hands it to Baby. No, and I was like, so
1: I love this. He seems so exhausted by the end of this video or the end of this episode. Like he's just so. Oh, exhausted. he really does. And then seeing him look at the ball and like immediately screw it off and give it to Yoda for like just a little sliver of happiness for him, it's like oh, okay, what? rip my
0: heart. It makes out. me so happy to like like he was through all this shit. He had he just had this no good very bad day that ended kind <laughs> of good for him and even though his mind could be anywhere else he looked at that ball and goes I need to give that to this kid thank right. you <laughs> for the <you>, ball dad <laughs> thanks mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, just, I just love it And uh, but then we cut back to the New Republic prison to see it has three new inmates Mayfeld, Berg, and Sian And uh, Berg is missing the top half of his horns. (laughs) I don't know if you caught that, but that's what that's what it got. It didn't get his whole head, but it got his horns. And I was like, okay, maybe, but like, aren't those doors really close? Yeah,
2: really fast. Like they were. There's no way he could have got out of the way. Like those doors go so fast.
0: And like it wouldn't even have been like a cut his head off sort of thing. It would have been like your head gets fucking sandwiched. Gone. Like, like.
2: He's gone. It's, it's just it's ugly. It is
0: ugly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, he's just missing the top half of his horns now, and uh, they're all locked up in a New Republic prison. And uh, what do you guys think of a, a potential, like, I don't know, prison break on a widespread scale? Oh. Coming, like, into a. Like, like sort of like in, in Batman, the way uh, inmates at. Uh, arkham asylum escape every once in a while like all all of them all of
1: them yeah that would be i don't know i think that would be super interesting to see just like
0: well because you know there'd be there'd be bounties on all of them right probably so then hmm. that that's how that's immediately how you tie that to something going on in this show but you know i mean probably not ever going to happen it's so like and just just, is, a, just like, an idea
2: Kinda be a little weirded out that there's three people in a single cell. Like, I,
0: eventually, and, someone's gonna stumble upon the cell and be like, "Uh, what the fuck's going on here?
2: This does this not is compute. The,
0: this does not compute. Uh, but like, and then what do? The, and then what do you do? Like, what what happens here? Like, do the, do the New Republic like? Officers just be like, "Okay, you're free to go." Uh, I I imagine they're going to keep Sheon because she killed one of the soldiers. But
3: well, I feel like but, they have to have like some type of like video camera or something like that where they see like, true. "Oh, these guys what
0: they've been doing
3: this fucking ship and we're trying to free someone."
0: They probably stay locked up. Yeah, yeah probably,
3: they probably aren't freed.
0: They just get moved to new cells. Yeah. <laughs> well, overall, guys, I absolutely love this episode. You guys got to. Any other thoughts on this episode overall? I think we touched them all. Yeah, I think we did as well. Uh, I, I am so excited for the the second season. Just oh, yeah. a couple weeks away. Oh, so we've only got two more episodes to rewatch before we are into season two.
2: And these episodes get good. Yeah, are good. Fucking
0: good. I'm very excited. Do you guys? Would you guys be a fan of trying Disney Plus's share play feature and live? Yep. Commentarying? Yep. The finale. <laughs> yep. Yes, you can.
2: Well, yeah. Without I'm question. Sure about it.
0: All right. We'll do that for the finale and may, may, maybe episode seven. If you guys are down, we'll figure it out. Uh, but this has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. What's up, buddy? What's up? Oh God, I was so happy to have you here, man. We were so worried about you when you didn't join for 30 minutes at the beginning.
2: I know, and I, I'm sorry for not bringing you guys the, the Baby Yoda products. Just had a lot of, oh, a lot of school biz forgiven. going on. and you, know, you are forgiven. Yeah, it's just, it's getting hard, guys. It's getting hard to come <laughs> I mean,
0: up. It's hard, it's hard to have Baby Yoda occupying so much of your time. It really like, did it can only for be a long so time, much.
2: though. Man, I, I was I a I mean, four weeks. yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like a month that you thought about baby Yoda a whole fucking lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I should really put that much effort into school. Maybe, you know, uh, why would you do that?
0: Yeah, you're right. You should. You really should. you're doing fine. <laughs> uh, I was with uh, miles buttress. Thank you for joining me, buddy.
3: Thanks for having us.
0: Oh, of course. And Kyler Barnett, as always, thank you, my friend.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, buddy. And I will see you all next week. Peace, love and bloom. And always praise. Keanu Reeves.